Hello, can you hear me? Hello. You there? Hi. Hi. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to do this. I know, me too. I can't see you though. I'm like, am I supposed to see you? No, no, I'm not. Okay. I don't do my readings that way. It's, it's easier for me to just stare at your chart. So it's not Perfect. like a little chit chat. <laughs> awesome. I'm so happy. To I know. Okay. So what I want to find out before I go into the readings, I have a lot to cover. Like what, do you have like specific things that you really want to know? Um, well, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know what I really want to know. I mean, I got a, I bought a book after doing the, we did a business one, I think it was in January. I bought a book on reading my chart and the, you know, once I got to the whole like aspect thing, I was like, all right, this is just beyond me. Like I just didn't quite have it in me to go through all that. Oh, like all the sextiles and squares and all that stuff. We won't yeah. be doing that. Oh, good. Okay. No, we won't need to go that deep. Um, good. That's, okay, so I just want to explain the difference. So there's like personal astrology, which is pretty much what everybody does. Um, yeah. It's tropical astrology, and it's like, you know, a lot of people do like relationship compatibility and, you know, career and all that stuff. What I do is something called spiritual um, astrology. Sometimes it's referred to as esoteric. So I blend um, my interpretation of business astrology, which is my own methodology with spiritual astrology, which has more to do with a soul's calling. So okay. when you're getting like, if you ever get like a personal um, astrology reading, you're going to get a reading from, uh, from the angle of someone who hasn't already discovered their calling. So my goal is to help you use your chart not only to help you understand your soul's calling, but who your kismet client is, um, you know, okay. some, some of the things that led you to this life calling. So you're not going to get as deep if you do a personal astrology as you will with spiritual astrology. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, but I feel like it's deep in a different way. So like when we did the thing, I was just really struggling with, you know, my rising sign is, is the solution I offer my clients. And I think my moon sign had some things with my products and services. But I think that for me, I have a really successful business. I am mm -hmm. a movement educator. I do something called gyrotonic. I've been doing it for years. And I was a, I was a dancer. And, you know, I can look across the room and tell someone like to engage their Serena has to pull their staffs down and blah, blah, blah. But what got me into gyrotonic is there is a sort of a, we'll call it spiritual, but it's really just this awareness of like working through your chakras. There's this whole energetic component that I'm far more drawn to than the physical, especially now, just turning 50. This year, I plan to do a crystal course. I'm going to take a course on crystals. I love crystals. I'm drawn to them. I want to learn more and try to incorporate. So I do feel like I'm sort of at this precipice, and I want to take my business personally in a different way. Like My studio will still go, but I want to have my own sort of new thing, and I'm not exactly sure how that's going to manifest. Okay. Well, that's when I found you. I was like, ah. Yay, it's funny because I feel like 
I'm in, in, I'm in a similar place where it's like I had a successful business for years. And then now it's like, I really just have this soul calling of like just something that's maybe not as tangible and not as um, mainstream and just a little bit more out there and just like more connected to my spirit. I totally get it. <laughs> okay. Yay. All right, so that's kind of what I'm, what I'm coming from. I don't remember how I found you. If it was, I was on Instagram. I'm not exactly sure how it happened, but it was really exciting for me. Oh, <laughs> right? good. It was really awesome. So, yay. Okay, so then I'll just, you know, what I'm going to do is I have, there's certain things I have to cover. And right. then I'll try to pause between each thing. And then if you want to say something or if you want to ask a question or something, and then if there's no questions, then I'll just move on to the next thing. Awesome. Okay. 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 So let's start with your son, which is in the sign of Scorpio. Yeah. So this is how you see yourself. Um, it's also the present moment. Um, the sun represents um, what I like to refer to as your secret sauce. It's not something that, everybody sees you as, especially because you have your rising is in cancer, but it's how you're going to, you're going to basically sprinkle like, so Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. You're going to sprinkle Plutonian energy on everything you do. So it's kind of no wonder that you're trying to dig deeper and you're taking these crystal courses and astrology is starting to seep in because those are all Scorpio things. Scorpio like wants to swim in the deep end of the pool. They don't like anything shallow. Um, they love to psychoanalyze things. They're all about behaviors and just all of the psychological things because they're trying to figure things out for themselves. Because once they do, then that will be part of how they go about sharing it. But remember, this is kind of like it's kind of like your R and D. Like I would, I would think of your son in Scorpio as like, that's my R&D. That's what I'm going to do in my, my time while I'm prepping for whatever it is I'm going to birth and share with others. Okay. Okay. Now the moon. Okay. The moon is actually, it's actually your past. It's like your, uh, it's your shadows. Um, it's your motivation. Um, so basically like, it's kind of like when people say like, oh, the moon is in retrograde or the moon is this, and it's like, it's like affecting our emotions and stuff. So the moon is how we feel. Um, and a lot of times those feelings, especially if they're hard feelings, um, they're, they're part of shadow work, right? They're part of, um, yeah. they're part of subconscious things. So you have it in the sign of Gemini. Okay. So let me just clarify this. So Gemini is an air sign. It's ruled by Mercury. So they're very mercurial. They're very curious. They're very intellectual. They, 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 um, they don't get in their emotions very easily. So when you have the moon in Gemini, it's kind of like, well, Gemini is not a super emotional sign. So they're always going to go read a book or an article or listen to an audio tape or, you know what I mean? Like that's how they're going to like process their emotions. Right. So another thing to keep in mind is that Gemini, they're like the natural, um, they're the natural salesman. Like they just naturally have a knack for talking about things, getting excited about things, but also getting other people excited about things. So it's a nice combination there. Um, but I would be very careful as far as the shadows that Gemini, um, it, and I, maybe this is why it's taken you up till 50 or whatever, but it takes her longer to get to the place where I'm going to look under the hood of the car, so to speak, where it's like, okay, where are my shadows? Um, 
you know, I'm really great at all these things, but do I, is that resonating with my soul's work? Am I on the right path? You know, because they probably have questioned that and flip flop around for the majority of their life because they have so much wisdom and so much knowledge, but they never quite knew like, well, is this the path or wait? And then tomorrow it's uh, maybe it's that path. And then the next month it's this path. So they've been like kind of dabbling, if you will, um, to, to kind of find like what's going to stick. And it's been a long journey, but now the moon is, you know, now that you're doing this reading is kind of like, okay, like is Gemini finally, ready like has she matured to the place where it's like i'm going to put one foot in step of the one foot in front of the other even though i don't know what the next step is which is she doesn't like that okay mm -hmm. but the only way that the soul's calling is going to be revealed is if she keeps taking those steps it's not going to be like oh let me figure out what the path is and then i'll take the path it doesn't work like that so gemini mm -hmm. has been trying to intellectually fill that like that plan and it doesn't work like that okay Okay, that makes sense. So that I would just kind of hold space for your Gemini. She's always gonna need a little time because she's not wired that way. So Scorpio is out there, you know, digging in the deep end of the of the sea. So that's like where all of your um deep sea diving goes and then now it's like nurturing gemini to kind of like hey gemini do you want to come and swim over to this like gray area over here and like let me show you what i figured out you know she's gonna go over there and she might be have her mind blown but will she be able to stay there or will she naturally gravitate back to the surface um so that's gonna take some um finessing if you will okay Okay, so then you've got, so you've got some water here. So you have the rising sign and the sign of cancer. Okay, so when I see the rising sign in cancer, I just think you're the mama bear. Like, you, that's how other people see you. Um, you're a community leader. Um, you are nurturing. You're, that's how other people see you. So I don't know if, I, I don't know if you have children. I don't know if you have a community. But they're, like, people see you as someone that they would go to. Um, you know, like think about like a family dinner, like if you hosted, you know, a dinner and everybody came and like you were basically nature, everybody had what kind of food they wanted and do you need a beverage and how was your day? The problem becomes that it becomes so about everybody else that she gives and gives and gives and gives and gives until she hits a breaking point where she either, you know, doesn't feel appreciated or she goes and hides out in her crab shell for a month so that she can recharge her batteries and like, you know, nurture herself. So there's also that shadow there um, with your rising sign. So even though other people see you as the mama bear and it is the problem that you solve, which we'll talk about, um, mm. there's gotta be a balance of like, what I do for my soul's work has to fill my cup at the same time that it's filling somebody else's. Right. So true. So that's where cancer gets into some sticky muds because they just want everybody to, how are you doing this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, then she's drained. So that's how you know that either one, you're not doing your soul's work or you just don't have some kind of like 
you know, self-care routine that you've created boundaries so that other people cannot, you know, make your cup go less than, um, less than half full. Okay. So I feel like I'm so close. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel like, yes, I have a really big community. I'm the owner, so I'm the mama bear for sure. And that, you know, I feel like I have my rituals and I have my boundaries, but I'm just not there yet. I'm close, but I'm not there. Meaning with the boundaries or what, what are you not, what, what's not quite like there I, Like I just got done teaching again on the weekend after I vowed that I would never be doing that again. Do you know mm. what I mean? So people, like people need me and they want me. So then I succumb and then I'm bitter because I'm tired and I need a rest. There it is. Yeah. Totally everything that you just said. <laughs> okay. So let's just dive in deeper with cancer because this is actually the problem that you solve. So, and we'll, let me see your 12th house is, oh, 12th house is Pisces. Okay. Okay. So cancers, the, okay. It's cancer. Uh, your rising sign is how other people see you, but it's the, the reason it's the, it's what, how other people see you is just think about it this way. Let's say, um, Okay, this is, I, I use this example all the time because this is like a problem that I want solved. So every time I see like I walk down the street and I walk my dogs or I go to the bank or whatever I'm doing, I always notice girls with beautiful long hair. And the reason I'm noticing that is because I want my beautiful long hair back. You know, I'm like envious. I'm like, oh my God, her hair's so pretty. Oh my God, her hair's so pretty. So think about your rising sign is like the girl who's looking at the girl with the long hair. Like she wants that. She sees that in you, whether you see it in yourself and it sounds like you do see it in yourself, but whether or not you see it in yourself, when somebody looks at you and says, I love that, it's because they want that for them. Okay. You know? So it's kind of like people that have like a loving relationship. And then the single girls always like, kind of like looking at the couples like, oh, you know, so, you know, so even though you're like overextending yourself and you're kind of seeing the, like the not so beautiful parts of what they see, you know, that they want, you actually have this, this nurturing capability. You have the, uh, you know, I like to think of cancers as like the secret entrepreneur, like they're not outwardly entrepreneurial, but they're very ambitious. So there's a part of that, that part of you is how other people, like they're seeing you as, you know, intuitive, nurturing, um, community leader, um, ambitious. They're seeing, but they're seeing that because they want that. So it's it's going to start to make sense when we talk about your twelve house because your kismet client. Once we know who they are, and then they see you as as the community leader or the mama bear, it's because they want that for themselves. So we'll this will all come full circle in a minute here. But this is where I would start to really um, zero in on all of the, I don't know if you've read much about cancer, but zero in on all of the, all the beautiful attributes of cancer, you know, like they are, they are so filled with love. And it's, I really wonder if your kismet client is like either starved for love, Mm -hmm. affection, attention. There's something there with a lack within them. Um, and we'll get, we'll figure it out when we see your 12th house, but that's going to be your rising sign is the most important sign. It's the most important sign when we're talking about a higher calling. So the more that you can just, even if you end up reading a horoscope every day about cancer, or you just write, you know, read a book on cancer, it's like knowing the ins and outs is going to give you a window of what your kismet client wants. 
it would be the products and services that you would offer them as well. Okay. Okay. So let's like kind of switch gears here. We're going to talk about the, tr the nodes, the moon nodes. Okay. There's the North node and then the South node. Okay. You have your North node in Aries. Okay. So that means your South node is in Libra. Okay. So your natural ability is Libra. That means that you're naturally gifted. I don't know if you're really good at design or making things beautiful, or if you're an idea generator, if you create balance and harmony, like all that Libran Venusian energy, the goddess, actually I'm doing the business mm -hmm. astrology roundtable on Libra on Saturday, but the, she's the goddess. She has goddess energy. She, um, she's not overly emotional. She's more, um, she's more airy. She's more like the wind. It's almost like a fresh, um, a fresh breeze in your hair. Like she's definitely like, like I like to think of her, um, oh, what, like the Empress, you know, in, in Tara, like she's one with nature. So I don't know if you create experiences for your clients. Um, you do. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I have this um, really beautiful studio with, you know, fresh flowers and all the walls are painted this colorful enamel light to inspire creativity. And it's a one-on-one session that we do at my studio. It's a movement session, but it's sort of like massage meets Tai Chi. Love it. So, yeah, so they just love it. They feel really nurtured, and then they feel beautiful, and then they stand up straighter. You know, we really try to appeal to, like, enjoying your new aesthetic and just like that. So I do create experiences, yeah. So that's basically, that's like a natural gift. Like, most, a lot of people, they don't have, they don't know how to create the experience. They don't know, you know, they don't know how to make sure that the, there's a scent that's like all the senses, like it feels good, it smells good, it tastes good, like that whole, that is very Libran energy. So that's okay. a natural gift. But the, the, the calling, right, the, the challenge that leads you to your calling, that's your north node, okay? So you have your north node <clears throat> in the sign of Aries. So think about it this way. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. They are the solo star, right? They are the ones that's like, I got this great idea. I'm going to take it by storm. I'm going to be the leading actor. I'm going to be the star of this role. Libra is the best supporting actress. She's the one that's like creating the set and the wardrobe. Like she's the one that makes it like visually appeal to the senses, but it's Aries that actually captivates the audience and gets the standing ovation. Okay. So your North node is telling me that it's time to be the star okay. of the show, not just the, you know, the, you're already naturally gifted at creating the experience or creating the atmosphere and making things all beautiful and everything. But it's time for Lisa to stand up and be like, I'm, you guys are actually here for me, not just the experience. Okay. And balancing those energies, because it's not like you're getting rid of Libra. So you're just, you're going to do that subconsciously. It's just, it's cause it's like in you, like it's not going to go away. You're not going to, just cause you don't flex that muscle. It's not going to go away. It's just, you brought that over from another life. You brought that over from past experience. It's like, it's ingrained in you. Right. 
So Aries, Aries mixed with Cancer. Those are the two uh, planetary aspects that I would say are your soul's calling. It's being the solo star, being the mama bear, who's the community leader, who's going to, you know, nurture the thing, but it's going to be Aries. And it's interesting because Aries, you know, is ruled by Mars. It's a hot, fiery, uh, strong self-identity, um, even competitive in some regard sign where cancer is not that way. Cancer is less like emotional and nurturing and motherly and, um, and, you know, intelligent. So you've got these two power players, um, in your soul's work and Aries, I'm going to say, I would, I don't know when we get to your 12th house, we will probably end up cover it more, but Aries, when I think of their Aries, I think of the word self, self-love, self-identity, self-worth, um, self-reflection, any word that has self and then the next word, that's Aries. So it's about that person understanding their own identity, but it's going to be your challenge to do that for yourself as well. Okay. So I don't know if like right now it sounds like you're doing energy work, but there's also a component that Aries is trying to teach you for yourself, which is eventually, it's kind of like if you went down the rabbit hole, like Aries was just like, okay, come over here for a second, Scorpio. Let, let's have a little chat. And, and Aries is trying to get you to kind of peel the onion of like, like who is Lisa? What contracts is she here to work through? What traumas has she not worked through? Um, you know, who is she at the core? Like without all the bells and whistles and all that Libran energy, like who is Lisa? That's what Aries is trying to get you to do. But okay. because you have your moon in Gemini, right? Gemini is just like always gathering data and information, but it's not data that she's looking at herself. You see, remember, Gemini is not introspective. She's intelligent and intellectual, but she's not introspective. She's, she's more about, you know, what's going on out there instead of what's going on inside. And Aries is inviting you on a journey of self-exploration to figure out what's going on inside. Okay. Because if you can go inside and figure out like, you know, your path and how am I going to be the solo star of this and have the confidence to play that role, when you go down that road, then the path starts to be revealed to you. <clears throat> Remember how I said, like, you just have to keep taking steps. It's not about you knowing what the next step is. It's about just doing the steps. So it's kind of like, like doing the, this astrology reading or anything that you can do to look like, instead of learning, like, okay, for example, you're taking a crystal class. Yeah. I would say learn the crystal class, but make it about you. I'm going to learn about black tourmaline and how it can help me with my negative energy. You see what I'm saying? It's like, I'm going to take that class. Not so I can take and see Gemini wants you to take the information and just go, okay, I have all this information now that I can go share. Aries yeah. is like, no, I want you to get that information and figure out how that can work for me. Okay. Yeah. It's so interesting because instinctually, yes, I want to go and share it with everybody. Interesting. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of and i think that's cancer too because cancer is like 
she, she, I think she secretly wants to make it about her, but she doesn't. And that's when her cup gets empty because she's not making it about her. And Aries is like, dude, we're never going to be the solo star if we don't start making it about me. I got to make it about me. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Let's talk about Ch Chiron. Okay. So Chiron is an asteroid, sometimes called a mini planet. Um, it's, it's referred to as the wounded healer. It's basically the part of us um, that we came to this life, we already had the trauma. It wasn't like something traumatic happened to us and then now we're carrying it. This is, we already carried it with us, you know, in our, in our genes or DNA or whatever you, how you want to refer to it as, but it's, it's the part of you that you're, um, really good at helping other people solve, but you haven't been able to solve it for yourself. So it's going to be a, this lifetime lesson, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you have it in the sign of Pisces, okay, oh so Pisces, which is interesting because you have, I think your 12th house is Pisces too. Okay. Oh no. Is that Pisces? No, that. Chiron and Pisces. Okay. So that's weird that this, okay. So Chiron and Pisces. So Pisces is a water sign. They're the most imaginative, imaginative sign of the zodiac. So they're the last sign of the zodiac. So I like to think of them as like, they're out of this world. Like they, it's almost like they don't understand why they're here because, you know, in the other realms, there's no such thing as money. Um, there's, no, there's none of this, like, it's kind of like they're a little confused. Like, what is this place? You know, um, they're usually the artists um very very psychic so it's i don't know if you've ever gone down the road of helping other people tap into their clairvoyance clairaudience whatever but and it might be something that's difficult for you to do for yourself but you would be very gifted at helping other people with that i used to a long time ago i used to do readings for people i think 20 years ago i used to because I did it for myself, and my friends would come over, and they'd be like, oh, can I have a wing? And so, you know, I, I, it wasn't something that I did, but it was something that I did. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't even have to just be one-on-one -on -one readings. I mean, it could be writing a book or, you know, any, I mean, any of that. I'm just like, the, yeah. the, 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 um, let me just see here. Pisces. Okay. It's also about healing. Um, yeah, Pisces. Okay, so Pisces and Virgo, like on the astrological wheel, they're, they're polar opposites, but they, it's like yin and yang. So Virgo yeah. is, um, uh, they're here, they're, you know, they're the healers of the Zodiac. They are here to be of service. They're about purity, um, you know, white light, all of that. So Pisces is, is the the counterpart it's kind of like how can you be the healer without the spiritual um other dimensional parts of that healing it's kind of like you know i met somebody recently that they're an herbalist but their whole thing is just about the healing properties of the herbs and not the energetics which is the spiritual part which to me is like that's virgo pisces right there like pisces you it's like you can eat all the cilantro that you want and it'll detoxify your body. But there's a spiritual part happening simultaneously. That's that Piscean part of that herb 
where it's like, even if I stared at cilantro or held it in my hand, I'm still getting the spiritual benefits, the energetics of it. So that's kind of like what, what Pisces is trying to teach you. It's like, there is a healing part of it, which is like the more um, logical part that just the properties, if you will, the antioxidants, the, you know, B vitamins or whatever it is, or, you know, the deep tissue or, you know, cleansing out the toxins. But there's also a spiritual um, healing that's taking place at the same time, whether you're, we're conscious of it or not. So this is telling me that, that Chiron and Pisces is like, you're a gifted healer when it comes to just the, the modalities, if you will. But the energetics of the spiritual part of it is going to be um, what you're really gifted at helping other people to. So like you could perform the modality and, you know, people will love it, but it's the spiritual benefits that's getting them to come back, whether they know so or not. Okay. Okay. But doing that for yourself, like having that, that spiritual healing uh, it's like you have all the modalities, right? You have all the Virgoian, you know, properties. But um, again, I think that Aries is going to be the North Node is going to be the part of you that that's now kind of like the whisper in your ear of just like, let's go deeper. Let's make this about you. Let's take the crystal thing and let's heal the parts of you. Let's tap into our own emotions. Let's, you know, become one with, you know, the divine. Like all of that Piscean energy is is Chiron. And Aries are having that conversation right now intuitively with you. Okay. I feel it. Yeah. Aries is, it's interesting because I don't think of Aries like a super spiritual sign, but they, but they want the spotlight, right? Because they know that what they have is awesome. Not because it's arrogant per se, that would be a shadow side of Aries, but it's because they know that they bring something to the table that is going to change the world. Or it's, you know, there's something big inside. Like they are birthing something so much bigger than themselves and they can't wait to get it out there, but they can't do it without a body, <laughs> your body. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. So we've done the North Node. Okay. So let's, let's go to Saturn. Okay. And more Aries here. Actually, I think you have an, do you have an Aries stellium one, two? No, but you do have a Virgo. You have a Virgo stellium and you have, yeah, just a Virgo. Okay, so that's interesting. So you're definitely the healer. Okay. You're de so Virgo is the healer, the white light, the light worker, the of service, they're the charitable givers of the Zodiac. Um, but let's see, but Saturn, you have more Aries here. So Saturn and Aries, and what house is that? That is, oh gosh, you have a lot of stuff going on in the third house. I know. Okay, so actually, the, I know the majority, so you have this kind of like, it's like the, the, the first quarter and the second quarter of your, of your wheel is like the third, the fourth, and the fifth house. That's where like this lifetime is like about those houses. So like the third house is your house of communication, right? That's naturally ruled by Gemini. The fourth house is the, the community, right? The mama bear, right? That's the Cancerian energy. And then the fifth house is your, the house of, um, of Leo. That would be like um, your creative self-expression. So those three houses, if you blended them, 
how I communicate, how I, you know, bring people together in sisterhood, if you will, uh, to self, be self-expressed. You see, the, the, how, do, how do I communicate how, how do I communicate who I am would be the type of like sisterhood or community or something like that would just be like kind of surface level of like what I'm seeing. But those three houses, I mean, you have your moon in the 11th, which is interesting because that's again, social, like 11th house is all about social communities and, you know, bringing people together for, for a higher cause, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Like, okay. But Saturn is where I was going. So you have Saturn in the 10th house, which is its natural ruler. So the 10th house is naturally ruled by Capricorn. Capricorn is ruled by, uh, by Saturn. Saturn is the father figure. So you have your rising sign in cancer. That's the mama bear of the Zodiac. And Saturn is the father figure. So Saturn is in Aries in the 10th house. So that means, and, and I always use the analogy of going to lunch. So if Saturn and Aries were going to go to lunch, what would they talk about? And they're going to talk about you. So what are they going to talk about? Well, Saturn wants a plan. He wants structure. He wants to see the motivation. You know, he's just, he's a dad. He wants to make sure that you're going to be taken care of, that you've actually held up your end of the bargain, so to speak. So, well, Aries is already super ambitious, right? He wants to be the solo star. So their conversation is, is pretty playful and fun. They probably have like a good time at lunch and Saturn's just making sure like, okay, Aries, I know you have all these big ideas and you want to, you know, go be the star of the show, but do you have a team? Do you have people that can help you? Because when you're the solo star, that means you can't actually, you can't build the set. You can't direct. I mean, you, there's so many other roles that need to happen. So having a team is probably something that Saturn is going to recommend that you have somebody that's going to take care of the social media or something so that you can be the star. Okay. I got a team. You got a team? Yeah. Perfect. So anytime that you're feeling like your cup is getting empty, like you worked on the weekends, it's like either have a few days off during the week to compensate for the weekend that you're working so that like taking off Monday or, you know, whatever it ends up being, um, or giving more to your team to kind of help have them kind of pick up any other miscellaneous stuff. That would be just one practical solution. Um, yeah. And I do that. I take, I have, um, tomorrow Wednesday off. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So the other thing that, that I think the father figure for Aries is, is probably communicating is like, what's the best way to say it? Like, like imagine like a son and a father, like they're going to go play some baseball. They're going to throw some balls. Like, the father's going to teach him a few tricks and he's also going to see the, 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 the son, like, don't be overzealous. Don't be overconfident. Just be confident. Like, don't try to overcompensate for something that you haven't done or like something you haven't worked through or something you haven't learned for yourself. Like, like don't fake it till you make it. Just, just keep, you know, hitting the ball and getting your rhythm right. Like keep doing like the, like, it's kind of like, you know, the, the batting cages where the ball just keeps coming. And it's like, you just keep swinging. You, you practice one thing at a time 
until you get, you master it. And then you move on to the next thing to become a master where Aries is just like so excited about what they're about to do that they just go and try to do it. But they haven't, they haven't done the individual things like the hitting the ball and then practice like doing sprints to make sure that they're fast and then, you know, catching the ball. So like, you know, having all of these different skills, but learning them one by one versus just saying, I have enough information. I'm going to go. There's always more self mastery. I think that's where the Saturn is like Aries. Let's continue to master each of the pillars in what it is that you're doing. Okay. So Saturn is also the planet that is going to be where the money comes because what he does is he, if he doesn't see effort, like in this, you know, individual actions that he's talking about, he won't reward. Like he's not, sometimes he gets a bad rap. Saturn does like, Oh, he's cause he's kind of a hard ass, but it's like for your own good. So he's also one where it's like, even if he see, like, let's say you go and take the crystal class and he's like, okay, just go master you know, whatever, like, like if there's a healing that you need to do, like make that crystal class work for you and master it for you. Mm-hmm. And then, um, if you do that, I will reward you with the next step. So it's kind of like if, if you continue to do what you've always done, you'll continue to get what you've always got. Well, Saturn is basically saying that to you every single day. Okay. It's like, okay, if you keep taking all these classes and learning and getting one more thing under your belt, you're going to keep being the person that's just always acquiring new skills, but not utilizing them for your own healing or your own personal, not satisfaction, but your own, for your own, for yourself, for your own growth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What's that? For my own personal growth. Exactly. And it's, and I think it's like, we have to massage cancer and be like, it's okay. Like, it's not selfish of you to like, make it about you, you know, like, like literally it's and Aries is like, I just want to get on with it. But Saturn's like, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you success is basically what he's saying. I am not going to give you the leading role until I see that you've mastered these self-improvement parts of the journey okay you know it's kind of like the uh the director saying i want to give you the role aries but i'm just see that there's these few parts like you you like the crying scene i don't see it i don't feel it it doesn't feel authentic like you got to work on that part you see what i'm saying it's just kind of like he's that i think it is it's like the director and the in the in the in the leading role it's like i want to give you the part go back master these few scenes, come back and I'll, and let's talk. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay. I, I don't usually talk about Venus much in these readings, but I'm going to do it because Venus, you have Venus and Sagittarius. So, you know, when you're looking at like, you know, personal astrology, usually we would talk about this is how you love, but it's also what you love. Okay. So, um, Venus in Sagittarius. I love it. Anytime I see Sag in a chart, I always like at least want to touch on it because um, she's the master teacher. She's also the philosopher. Um, She's all about um, culture and travel and just um, higher learning. So what you love is to learn. Um, That's probably also what's been satisfying Gemini 
right? Gemini is just being fed all this information. But Sag is saying, no, I'm gathering this information because I love this information and I'm here to teach that information. Cool. And so whatever I don't, uh, and it's also satisfying Scorpio because Scorpio is like the, the R and D, right? She's like, I'm going to, I'm not going to even stop digging until I find what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm finding the treasure at the end of the bottom of the ocean. And it's going to be this jewel that's deep inside the treasure chest. I mean, it's just like, she's looking for something so rare. And so together, remember Scorpio is like your secret sauce. It's kind of like she, her and Sag are coming together being like, okay, what do you got for me, Scorpio? Like I need some goods because I'm teaching this class and I've got this audience and I've got, you know, I'm the leading star and I've got this community and they're really looking at me to like give them something powerful. And so Sag makes a theory out of it or they make a methodology out of it or they make, um, they do experiments, you know, like she's like, I don't know if the chemist is the right word, but like, she's like, I want to bring something to people that they haven't heard before. And it's going to be through my own research and my own studies and my own self study, right? I am my own case study and I'm going to be able to bring that to my people. Okay. So it's I'm kind of seeing like the theme now where it's like, you know, I need to make it about myself right? I need to just almost like every time I go to learn, don't learn because I'm going to end up teaching it. Learn because I'm, it's, I'm doing my own self-study on myself to see how this plays out. But in, in simultaneously, it's healing parts of myself. It's giving me the confidence and the self-worth that I need to stand in a bigger role. And that every time that somebody looks at me, they're seeing this like, you know, ambitious motherly figure, but she's a strong archetype. She's a strong goddess archetype um, who's actually made her work about her first and then for others second. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about um, your 12th house because this is like, we're going to start like putting everything, making everything kind of full come full circle because at the end of the day, it is about you, but when we're talking about a higher calling, it is about the people that we're here to serve because the people that you're here to serve are a part of you, right? They're a part of the collective unconscious, but they're actually part of your, um, your soul contract. So it's like without them, you don't actually get to work through a lot of your stuff. So it's like you serving them is actually a healing process for yourself. So this is another way to make sure like you keep your, um, your cup full. So for example, like my kismet clients, like I don't get drained from them. I get energized. So when you yes. are serving the right people, your cup doesn't get empty. You know, it's right. like, it should energize you because it's actually healing parts of yourself to be of service to them. And that person for you is Pisces. So you have okay. a house in Pisces. This person that you're here to serve is already so psychic. They are so uh, not of this realm. And a lot of times they're not good with money because again, they're not, it's almost like they're not in the 3D, even though physically their body is, but they're not. They're like the artists or they're the, the psychics or they're um, the musicians. They might even be addicts, you know? They, they're the ones that have just like, 
they're like, it's almost like they're trying not to be in this reality. So they'll go, they'll turn to the arts to, yeah. to, to be expressed because they don't know, understand how else to be here. Okay. So let's put this into perspective with rising sign and cancer because they see you as someone that's going to help nurture mm -hmm. them, right? They're going to, they don't, maybe they don't feel understood because they're kind of like, well, I don't even know why I'm like, maybe they don't know their work, their, their higher calling. Like, I don't know why I'm here. This feels like a foreign land to me. I don't really feel like I belong. I, maybe I haven't found my people. I, I feel kind of alone. Remember, like, if you ever think about a Pisces, they're usually the ones that like turn to drugs and alcohol, or they, they turn to something to, that will feed the part of them that they really crave, which is that, 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 uh, that soul, right? They're seeking their own soul, even though they're, they might be seeking it, you know, from a dark angle, but that's really what they're lurking, looking for. They're looking for the deeper parts of themselves. Um, that's going to make them feel whole. You know, they, they could be the empaths, the highly sensitive person, um, the star seeds, the indigo children, like that person is your person. So when they see cancer, you've basically created a community, right? So looking at the third, fourth, and fifth house, those are where all your planets are aligned. They want to be self-expressed. Mm -hmm. They want to learn how to communicate how they feel, who they are, and they want to be part of a community of other people that feel like they feel. Right. I have known that. I have known that about the people that I am meant to serve is that they want to feel like they belong. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. They're very sensitive right? They're very, like they're water. So this fish, and think about a fish for a second, like they're in the ocean and there's no boundaries. Like there's no walls. Like it's like, it's just this free flowing thing. So a lot of times Pisces, they don't have boundaries, right? They don't know when to stop and go. It's like, oh, they don't even know sometimes where they're going. Right. And uh, they do feel most comfortable, um, you know, in what is it called? A school right? The, the, the fish school, right? All the fishies fly, you know, coming together and going in a certain direction, um, working as a, as a team, if you will, but also working individual, individually. So um, let me see here. Pisces. Um, oh yes. That opposite was Virgo, right? It's that spiritual part of the healing process. Yeah. Their destiny involves a path of service, healing, and generosity. So they also are the healers, mm -hmm. you know, and they, maybe, maybe they are helping everybody else and probably not making much money. This is just my interpretation. Like Pisces, they don't know how to make money. Okay. They are, they are so imaginative, so creative. They are very healing. They're very psychic, but they, they don't even get the money component. Um, <clears throat> But there's also like a spiritual part of money, right? Because money is just energy. Right. So maybe it could even be wrapping their head around that concept that, you know, it's not that you can't make money from your art. It's that you need to see money as energy and then you'll make money from your art. Or, you know, once you see that your service, 
right? That your clairvoyance and your psychic abilities um, are serving other people. It's okay to charge for that or charge more for that. So I think there's also like a, I don't know if confidence is, is necessarily like the right adjective um, to describe them, but it's kind of like, um, like, like bringing, like allowing them to be in the 5D in the 3D instead of being in the 5D and trying to be in the sixth. Okay. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, like they're trying to get out of here, but you're like, no, you can be all of these things in the 3D, but maybe there's just, you're lacking the support system, right? Because remember, like, it's almost like, you're here to be the, 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 um, what do you call it? The, the, the leading star. And they're looking for the guidance to understand. Like they're seeing you as someone who's already done that. Like you're already the leading star making money from your healing business. You're, 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 you know, practicing all of everything that you preach and they're not. So they're kind of looking to you. Like, how did you do that? Like, how did you, build your business and, um, you know, be so fully expressed and actually make money at that, like teach me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be from like a business standpoint. It's not like you have to be a business coach. It's just more of like, mm-hmm. let me help you use your spirituality to unblock some of these things in the 3d that you're trying to avoid. Okay. So part of what I do for my current work is I'm a master trainer. A so what? I'm a master trainer in gyrotonic. So okay. I'm like one of 200 in the world. And we I put on courses and, you know, people come out. I've been interviewed for podcasts. So some of it I see, I, I already see some of this, like people who were like, need my guidance they want to be me they want to be like me i see i see that already but i also feel like there is this other component that i haven't fully recognized and that's i think where all of this is going what we talked about early on just there's this other part that that is not realized in my life yet I like the idea of, you know, doing the, the, the course on crystals and really focusing on myself and, and also doing some of this other energy work. And I feel like, yeah, I really, like, I, I took a Reiki training, right? But the last thing I want to do right now is Reiki on others. I'm going <laughs> having Reiki done on me <laughs> and my own self-Reiki, right? So I feel like that's kind of, I like what, what you're saying because I feel like so much of it is so right on. Well, okay. Think of it this way. So you have a signature system. That means of all your experiences and all your certifications and all these classes you've taken, your wisdom, your knowledge, your years of business, take all of that stuff mm-hmm. and inside of that bubble, inside of that cell is a signature system. It's about grouping together all of those things so that they solve the problem for Pisces to get back in the game, to get back in the realm, 
and to be nurtured so that they can live out their work, right? So think about like, even though you don't want to do Reiki on others, let's pretend that Reiki is part of your signature system. And that when somebody, like when they hire you or they join your virtual workshop or they join your community and it's a membership or whatever it ends up being, it's that in that program are, is your signature system. So we'll step one, you know, we need to get you back in the 3D, even though you're in the 5D, but we need to find the synergy there. Step two is we need to get you doing Reiki on yourself and taking in using crystals to help open up these other vortexes within you. So you're actually taking all the stuff that you've accumulated that you've done. So you're your own self-study. So you've created your signature system based on what's worked for you. Now it's just about grouping it all together and putting it into a program and giving it and delivering it to them. Awesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. That way you, and it'll satisfy Venus and Sag because Sag is the master teacher and that's what she loves to do. But because you have so much wisdom and that's usually, that's the problem that I solve, right? Like I help turn chaos into certainty. Like you have all this information, but it's like, well, where, uh, which one do I do first? You know, okay. which one do I do second? Well, which one did you do first? Which one did you do second? You see, so until you figure out like, well, how, like, how did Lisa get here? Lisa took a certification and then she ended up starting a business and she did, she mastered that business, right? She's one of 200 people in the world and she's been doing it for years and built a successful practice. Then she started layering on these other things, right? Doing Reiki on myself, taking these other courses to heal myself through crystals. Like in that you've been creating your signature system for decades, probably. Right. Okay. Okay. But Pisces, they need you because they're, they're like, they're also secretive. So there's like a, there's like almost like a, like a, I see you sister because they like the cancer is water, right? That your rising sign is water. That's how they see you. And then they're water. So when they look at you, there's like a, an, a knowing, like, I see you like you're emotional, you're intuitive, you're psychic too. Like, but you've got this part figured out, you know, the 3d part of how do I make sense of it all and, and be in this realm. And you've been able to do that. And I would like to learn how to do that for me. Yeah. Okay. That means I have to heal parts of myself. I have to reconnect, you know, to actual, like, like the earth, like being in nature, Things that are 3D, but there's still like spiritual components, kind of like how I talked about with like herbs, where it's like, yes, there's healing properties, but there's also spiritual healing properties. Um, those are the things that they're probably going to gravitate more to um, because they're Pisces. They're, you know, they're the last sign of the Zodiac. So I'm not going to say they're the most evolved of the Zodiac signs, but they can be if they can... Um, if they can get back into this realm, because otherwise they're off in la la land, fairy land. But if they harness the fairy land and bring it to like the 3D, now they've got a purpose. Okay. Okay. So you, um, Okay, so so you were saying something about um, you know kind of like following how I did it first. And what I really liked is what you said about how 
Um, it was so interesting what you said. You said something about like, don't take it until you make it. Actually, work on mastering something yourself. It was just so fascinating because I had just been thinking about all of this stuff <laughs> <laughs> out there. I feel like you're really picking up on it. So cool. Aries is a great sign, you know, it's, it's an interesting sign to have in the North Node because it, it's like you've already got the Libra, like, experience, and, like, Aries is just like, can we just make this about me? And for some reason, Cancer is just has a hard time doing that, and Scorpio is just always researching things, again, outside of herself. So Aries is, like, kind of that North Node is, like, pushing you, like, like Lisa it's, it is about you. Like this, your whole business is actually about you. Even serving your kismet clients is about you. Okay. Even though I'm sure every other business coach is like, no, it's about your client and what problem you can solve for them. But think about it this way. If you can help Pisces solve their problem, you've just solved your own problem. Okay. Awesome. This is wonderful. Awesome. I hope it's been helpful. Um, I'm sure that you're, I'll send you the replay, but I'm sure there's going to, in the next like probably like 48 hours, you're probably going to get like more hits. And I would just probably like write down these hits and, um, you know, and at this point, I don't know if you have a signature system, but that would be something next to kind of focus on as far as like, okay, you know, I'm taking all these classes. I am the master teacher. I, I know my kismet client is a Piscean archetype. I'm going to go research Pisces. But what you're going to sell to Pisces, you know, it, and, and be the leading star of that signature system is going to be that step-by-step -step process. And I would say that the problem that you solve is, um, you know, uh, inviting them to be a part of a community. So they, they, they can hang out with other people who are also not of this realm. I think that's probably the first part of the problem that you solve. And then inside of that community um, is a signature system that walks them through a spiritual path that makes themselves the leading star, you know, in the 3D. Right. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, it's a very healing. You have a lot of Virgo in your chart. Um, so there's definitely like, a, like, even though they're psychic and all the stuff that it's like, they're being like that for everybody else. So I think they come to you to make it about them. So it's kind of like, it's kind of the same path you're on right now. It's like, I have all this stuff and I've been doing it for other people, but it's about me and it's always been about me. But now I know that when I share my personal experiences and my voyage and I teach them how I use these crystals on myself, now you're starting to work through the soul contract of that Piscean energy that's within yourself as well. Okay. Awesome. So this, you record this? Yes. Awesome. Okay. Heck so yeah. This, yeah. So you were saying to me, you have a business thing on Saturday? Yeah. So in the, are you in the club or the inner circle? I am. Yes. Yeah. So you can come. It's for free. So um, if you're in the club or the inner circle, it's called the Business Astrology Roundtable. It's Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific. Um, this astrology roundtable is actually on the sign of Libra, which would be great for you to come. You also have uh, Libra and Mercury. Um, 
So okay. we'll cover, it's an hour long class. Um, I've done one before. I did one, I think in January. Yeah. Cool. I think I can make it. So I'm, I'm taking like a little vacation by myself to Florida for four days. Oh, so nice. I know. I'll be down there by myself, but I will bring my computer and make sure I can look into that. Yeah. And the replay will be available for 30 days in the members oh. area too. So even okay. if you have to leave early or anything like that. Um, but they're great. I mean, now that you're kind of, it's all kind of percolating right now. So I would just like use that time in Florida to kind of make it about you. Okay. Um, take some notes, think about your signature system. And okay. then if there's anything else you have questions about, just email me. And you know, if there's anything else okay. I can recommend, I'll, I'll send you those links. Thank you so much. This was You're so welcome. helpful. Thank oh, you. good. I'm so glad Lisa. We'll have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you on Saturday. Okay, great. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. You too. Bye. -bye.